0: Lillard, long-range three, and it's good at the buzzer! Damian Lillard, are you
1: evening welcome to rose city colored glasses a portland trailblazers podcast i am will and with me as always my co-host seth say hello seth hi everyone sorry it's been a minute yeah yeah i was gonna like lay in the MM. i guess who's back back again but it's i don't know it's only been a couple weeks so yeah but uh, you know things I mean, like a lot has happened. I mean, I don't I guess we can't feel too bad because uh, we took a couple weeks off and, like, several NBA teams uh, seem to be taking a couple weeks off.
0: Uh, yeah, either due to COVID or injury uh, right. and still play. Um, if you've been paying any attention, everyone, uh, the Blazers are in the latter category. Uh, they still have to play, but right now, four. If we don't include Zach Collins... Four or five of their players are out like for a couple of days, at least up to two months.
1: Yeah. I mean, like the big ones, of course, are, are Nurk and CJ. Nurk yeah. broke his wrist. He's out for six weeks or so. Uh, CJ broke his foot. Yeah. Hairline fracture and sprain in his foot. Uh, so he's out at least four weeks and so they're going to reevaluate him. And I, you know, when you do a lot of Running and jumping, like those injuries are, they could uh, keep coming back. So, uh, which is too bad. CJ's, uh, I mean, having just like the most amazing season, like so. It's it's really really need him. Uh, but uh, it's what is what it is. Uh, Robert Covington had a concussion, so I mean, he'll be back presumably within a week. And uh, Rodney Hood and, uh, uh, John-
0: yeah, thigh contusions.
1: Yeah. Uh, so I mean, which those are just you know big bruises right so
0: yeah yeah it's uh i don't know if you ever had this happen as a kid but like if you were playing some game where you were running at another child and they stuck their knee out and you ran straight into their knee with your quad and gave yourself a dead leg that way yeah that's what i assume that those uh people are deal those men are dealing with and yeah, I wouldn't be able to play professional basketball if I had that happen to me either. I I will say, like,
1: I mean, I w- I'm not able to play professional basketball, but my one my one eighty skill, my only eighty skill, is that like I could just deal with a little bit of pain like that, and like like a contusion, like that's just something I'd be like, oh, that sucked, and I would still I would be able to run exactly as crappy and slow as I always have.
0: Been. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm gonna bring up something that we've seen before uh And you and I are not this person, but it's fun to talk about these people. The guy who said that he felt he could uh, win at least one match against Serena Williams in tennis, like on Twitter. And it, it just struck, it, it, like the mentality of some people thinking like, the difference between me and LeBron James is pretty much the difference between the distance of the earth to the sun, you know, when it comes to physical prowess.
1: Yeah. No, I mean, it's, it's like, yeah, the difference between me and like the worst NBA player is like, essentially the difference in athleticism between me and the chair I'm sitting in.
0: Yeah. Uh, Like, And so operating at a high level, like, so one of the things, and I know that you do have a high pain tolerance, so it's not, you know, saying that you're wrong. It's, I think sometimes because they're so far removed from us as physically gifted individuals uh, we've said it before, like if you have a mild injury in baseball and you're a major league player in the show, if you're 80%, you're double A, maybe triple A. Like, yeah. so I got to imagine on the basketball court, if you're just, you know, a quarter second slow at the NBA level, like you might as well be, you know, playing, you know, high school basketball again.
1: I think we see it every every year in the All-Star game. Uh, there's a, the, when these players like give themselves permission to not play defense, it's like, Every shot gets made. Like they're shoot, they're throwing up. Like just you know, they're showing, throwing up some crazy dame shots, and it's like this is Giannis and LeBron throwing up, you know, thirty five footers or whatever, and like and they go in right because <laughs> like the the level of competition is so high that even a slight advantage I reduction guess. of that like yeah. can make a huge difference. And so yeah, you're right. I mean, obviously, a thigh contusion is enough to like take that three percent edge off and uh,
0: make you less competitive so and it's just a I can again I don't think that you were doing it in a terrible way it's just I always think of that guy who thinks that he could beat Serena Williams at tennis in any way shape or form and it's like she would kill you like she literally would serve the ball at your head and you would die You wouldn't be able to move the racket fast enough to protect your face. I don't care that you played college tennis. I don't care. She's the best player we've ever seen. Yeah, and again, there's probably some misogyny and sexism attached to that tweet, but uh, I just think of that every time everybody's like, well, I could do that. It's like, dude,
1: no. You could, like, look, you could try. And, you know, for some people, it might be their kink to get just like completely dominated by uh, a a beautiful athletic woman. But, you know, that's. I mean, I wouldn't. I'm not saying I would say no. Um, But I wouldn't be trying to show her anything.
0: I'd just be like, yeah. Yes, Yes. (laughs) ma'am. Yes, ma'am. You know, like, yeah, I I, I go many different ways with my feelings. But, uh, yes, like in that one, I (laughs) could. That would be more of just like, I am incredibly turned on by the fact that you are so much better at this than me, or that you're just so good at this kind of thing. But Right.
1: Anyway. Anyways, uh, so uh, we got yeah. a lot of injured players. Um, there's also, there's been, as of tonight's recording, 22 games have been canceled or postponed uh, due to COVID. Uh which for a while it was like, oh, it seems like all these teams that played the Wizards, all of those teams seem to get COVID, huh? What happened there? Yeah. Uh, and uh, and uh, most recently, the Grizzlies are the team that, like, you know, they've had six or seven games canceled. So
0: uh, Two against us, yeah, uh, last week. And then um, Grizzlies are the new one. I think it was uh, Celtics had a few canceled too, right? Or was that because they played the Wizards
1: Um, I had the list up. It's, you know, it's just, yeah. Celtics had a couple. Yeah. I think Celtics looked like they were the, uh, uh, they had a few, I think they had some guys going and yeah. So anyways, uh, and most of those have been in the last two, two and a half weeks. Uh, There was that early season, you know, first week game uh, Thunder versus Rockets was postponed and everything else has been since, the 10th of january so we're right in the middle of it um it's not getting better i don't know if they have like the ability to do like a let's press pause on the season guys until like uh you know we can vaccinate everyone without looking like total douchebags and uh go from there i do they have the
0: ability to do it
1: yes will
0: they do it no i know Everything that a, everything about the start was about them getting on track for next year, assuming they'd have a full season.
1: Right. Um, well, and and playing enough games to like fulfill their their TV like TV contracts. Full, yeah, their TV yeah. contracts and stuff. So yeah, I know. I can just, you know, I can always hope that they would do a better thing, but uh No,
0: I mean they would have to not have those TV contracts to probably fix that. <laughs> Uh, we shouldn't, uh, the TV contracts that allow you, who are in Seattle, to watch any Blazer game you want, and me having to go to the bar. <laughs> yeah. You know, even um, though I, mean, I have a couple things, or I have NBA League Pass, nope, gotta go to the bar. Yeah. I mean, I would totally, like. I would, you know, as a Seattle
1: resident, like, it would make much more sense for me to have League Pass, uh, and, uh, like, watch a bunch more games than i can with cable but like i want to see the blazers and i'm not going to pay for league pass to not watch my favorite team so it's like i don't know it's that's kind of lame i'll i'll admit but that's just blackout rules are dumb for all sports uh advanced media so um yeah it's good times uh so anyways update on the blazers They're 9-7, and currently good for fifth in the West. Uh, Seth, I I already did the math on this, so you don't need to uh, do this. But that would be a pace for uh, 40.5 wins, um, which uh, I don't know if you remember. I said the Blazers would win 40 games this this season.
0: Oh, yeah. See, uh, I don't know if you remember, but I was incredibly overconfident (laughs) and was really hoping the injury bug had surpassed us this year. And I was wrong, so uh, I fully expect for you to uh, win this bet. Uh, if you don't, then something really magical happened. Hopefully, if you win the bet, uh,
1: that's good. Uh, but if if somehow we're both like off by a lot, that is also very
0: bad. Uh, yeah, because usually we go the other direction at that point.
1: Right. Um, I will say like Dame has been awesome. Like he's, he he was kind of slow to start this season, but you know, he's, he's in top three. He's the number three in points per game. Um, he's in a top tier of PR, which I don't, you know, I don't, I don't know much about NBA advanced stats, but, uh, you know, he's in the top tier of that. I mean, he's playing the sixth most minutes of anybody in the league right now. Uh, you know, he's doing it all. He's, no. Threes, he's.
0: I, and I think what kind of sucks, kind of the most, is that he hadn't quite hit his stride for the season when CJ had. And I would have, I was really kind of curious to see what would happen on a night where they're both like, I mean, they had a few nights where they both scored 30 plus, but. Where that didn't feel forced, like they score, thir- like they score twenty seven plus both of them, and six other players are in double figures. Like I, I wanted, I was hoping to see that.
1: Yeah, I mean that's uh, a super fun game where the you know the Blazers can, like literally score their way out of their defensive issues. You know, like uh, which I-, I think the defense is better this year, um, but the defense was really bad last year, so. And obviously, losing Nurk is a big, a big hit. Uh, Cantor is it
0: at the very least mobile-ish. He's uh, Mobile-ish. Uh, Giles or Giles, uh, whichever he prefers to go by. I'm gonna say I'm gonna guess Giles. Um, he's raw, but boy could jump out of the gym. And I mean, if you need a body down there, yeah, he's not gonna have Nurk's passing. He's not gonna have Nurk's touch, but. He's got a nose for a rebound. Like
1: we've got guards for that stuff,
0: you know. Like yeah. <laughs>
1: we've got other players. Like, look, I love Nurk's passing. I love Nurk's game, like quite a bit. But like, we got people to do this. The the like the the bonus stuff he does uh, in his absence. Mm-hmm. Like, Dame is a very good point guard. So, you
0: know, we could we could work with that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Freddie Simmons can pass the ball, Gary Trent Jr. can pass the ball. Right. Um, I don't know how Derek Jones is as a facilitator, but uh, he yeah. seems like like a cool guy who dunks the ball. I don't know about
1: you, man. Yeah. That seems like that is yeah. his job, and I am happy when he does his job. So, Rodney Hood,
0: Rodney Hood can facilitate a little bit, you know. Oh like, yeah, not run an offense, but he knows how to pass a ball. So, yes, to your point, Nurk's passing is great, and it's a can be a you know a hub of the offense, uh, but. Man, you know it would be really nice not to lose every single damn rebound battle every night. It's rough, man. It's rough. Uh,
1: I don't know if there's anything else really Blazers-related. I mean, I keep seeing uh, should the Blazers sign a backup point guard stuff.
0: Uh, Yeah, I've seen a few... uh, things like there was a who's the available free agents and the only one that really stood out to me and it's because i drafted him 10 years ago on a fantasy team was michael kidd gilchrist oh no (laughs) like that was his rookie year where everybody was like oh he's like the next gerald wallace only he won't you know get concussions all the time uh yeah, that's very exciting because Jared Wallace was playing for us at that point, and it's like I really like his game. This is fun. Um, but yeah, I think that was like the one name on the list. Oh, wasn't the only name on the list I recognized, but it was the one where I went, why? And then there are guys I'm like I don't even know who that is. He played four minutes a game for Orlando like two uh, years ago or something. Like two years ago, and it's like. It, And it just, it goes to show like, man, I wish there was more parody in this league, but in giving, (laughs) this is going to sound way worse than I mean it, in giving the players the freedom to go wherever the hell they want, which I'm pro player, but as a fan, yeah, there's, you know, some issue with the building of super teams and stuff like that that make parity in this league tough it's tough and, yeah. you know
1: and it uh, it's always been that way for one reason or another and i yeah. guess i'd rather have it be because the players have mobility and can kind of choose where they want to play and uh you know i i don't know who's available now but there's always a chance somebody uh will show up on the buyout market uh yeah. A little bit later i know everyone's like hoping drummond gets bought out uh from cleveland but like cleveland's like won some games recently i don't know yeah i, I, don't, I don't understand anything uh anymore in this league
0: drummond uh, was the third best player probably in the game draft yeah i mean, dude dude could rebound like yeah. he has you know he is
1: a, a one of those guys that kind of missed his era um you know you put him eight to ten years earlier, and he's he's a perennial all star. I mean, he's great. I mean, the Cavs are they're currently they're currently playoff bound. If you believe that they'll maintain that trajectory and won't just like trade everyone, which well, yeah, they already yeah. started trading everyone. So. Yeah,
0: they did. Yeah, um, yeah. It's so funny that this year, more than any other, it's like I'm you know, I'm watching, I'm paying attention, but. I have no sense of where the league is going at all. And it might just be because, you know, I have no sense where society is going. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Right. not to get dark and philosophical here, but it's like... I
1: mean, literally one of the reasons we didn't
0: record
1: a few Wednesdays ago is because, like, uh, history happened that day. We're like, I don't think we should be talking about basketball. Yeah. Like, you know, who so, cares about our dumb basketball podcast?
0: Like, Yeah, so there's that. <laughs> uh, there's, like, there's literally, like, a lot of important things going on. Yeah. Uh, You know, know, there's still a pandemic raging. Uh, Although, as a friend of ours pointed out, that uh, Oregon at least had the lowest number of positive cases since October. Good. Uh, It's good. Vaccinations are rolling out in most of the country. They do. I have half of mine. I'm going to brag. That's awesome. Uh, I get my other uh, set... uh, think somewhere around like the 9th of february or something like that or nice uh nice. wait what day was that 17th subtract three. Oh no i get it on valentine's day oh happy valentine's yeah. day. happy valentine's day i get a shot um <laughs> and then i still have to you know that's the thing is like oh this is good that i'm getting this but uh it's through work by the way i'm not jumping the lines on anybody or anything like that. This is through my work and all of that. Seth is an essential worker, y'all. I'll we'll, um,
1: yeah uh, come out as saying uh, don't like the virus as my uh, yeah. It's a hot take. Yeah, it's hot, take. hot take. I'm, I'm <laughs> you know, I I go out on a limb. I'm uh,
0: anti-virus.
1: I am anti-COVID. Yeah, I think it's <laughs> I think it's bad. I'd like to see it go away. Um, you know i'm mad
0: as hell and i'm not going to take it anymore
1: uh, uh
0: yeah that <laughs> was that's the newsroom right i'm as mad as hell and i'm not going to take it anymore. Uh, it's network actually network network not that's what i meant newsroom was the aaron sorkin show network was the actual television show yes network or was uh, the movie, movie Yeah, the, movie, the movie. film with uh like faye dunnyway and william holden actually yeah uh
1: if you like the newsroom, you really like network. It's the well, I've the, seen it. Okay. I've,
0: I've actually seen it. Uh, it's just been a while since I have. But yeah, we can we can talk about movies too if we're yeah. not going to talk about Blazers. But yeah, well, I mean, there's uh, this. I
1: mean, I don't know what to say. Like, there's like that. They're okay. They're really hurt. Um, they're holding it together as best as they can. They don't look awesome, but they don't look terrible. Like, I don't know what to say about it. Like, yeah,
0: it's just yeah, it's kind of where I landed. I think part it's funny. It's like, yeah, a lot of stuff happened, but I don't know if it's season doldrums or if it's just like both you and I have seen this play before, uh, for the Blazers. Uh, we've been around long enough that they get injured and it begs the question of like, okay, is there something fundamentally wrong with the way those players train and the medical staff? Uh, for the longest time uh, I defended the medical and training staff because I don't know and I also believe in bad luck and I also know that correlation is not causation that being said it happens enough which I don't know what that is I'm doing this all by feel I haven't done any Uh, statistical analysis on players injured, time lost, all of that to see if the Blazers are better or worse than any other team in the NBA over the last, say, 10 years, 12 years. That being said, man, it really feels like the Blazers uh, have had a lot of injuries over that time. They really have. And,
1: uh, you know, it's hard to say if it's a load thing or what's going on, but I mean, Nurk has now had I've seen both of his injuries. They're completely freak, right?
0: Like, there's like, yeah. there's no oh, way. Compound there's... fracture of the tibia is a freak injury. Right. Like, there's no training that fixes that. Right.
1: And, like, a, a random, like, the wrist thing is, like, that was, like, super weird and random, too. Like, so some of this stuff seems very freak. Same with CJ's but when it's, mm-hmm. like, well, this happens every year. They find a freak accident every year. Like, is there something behind it? I still kind of lean on the, yeah, it's bad luck, but.
0: Yeah, and that's the thing is that, like, I, more than likely, it's bad luck. I don't want to assume that the players are in danger by their training and medical staff. (laughs) Like, because that, I mean, for me, like, just in kind of the world that I live in and the things that are important to me, that's a big deal if that's the case. Like, I'm, like, I would actually be angry if the medical and training staff was doing something that was causing these is- injuries. I don't know if they are. I don't even necessarily think they are I, like, I don't know if there is anything there. I don't necessarily even think there's enough evidence to prove it one way or the other, but man, if, if I, it I have, it have feels that it. way, It sometimes does. And I know people who started down this route, like back in the Odin days. Uh, I'm sorry. No, Greg Odin was just 75 years old and then college. Um, Yeah. You could, I mean, some of this you could probably
1: put on not just player development, but also just player assessment. And, you know, maybe the, the Blazers have a blind spot when they're looking at players and they don't, They, they like guys who may not have a high durability or whatever, but at the same time, I feel like most NBA teams uh, like fans of NBA teams probably feel like their medical, medical staff, like, like should be like keeping some of these injuries away, but you know, at the end of the day, the NBA, like NBA basketball is like we said, extremely demanding sport that uh, will hurt you, uh, you know, all the time i mean there's a reason all those guys got caught with weed in the early 2000s like because that's like just pain just simple pain mitigation yeah right? like it's it's hard on your body uh you're jumping around a lot you're running a lot you're taking a lot of abuse you know that stuff catches up one way or the other um you get banged up
0: that's that's yeah. just part of the part of what the sport is yeah and uh, again i I, I i really want to drive home i'm not saying that's the case uh because i know some people here roles well, like if people like that many people are listening to us uh but <laughs> i know that there are some who are like oh you totally think there's like no 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 this is more nuanced than that right this is i've been a blazers fan for a while I have a sense that maybe the Blazers have been more injured than other NBA teams, but I have nothing. I don't have hard data to back that up. Right. Um, And nor do you have a way to like, like suss
1: out whatever the, the, whatever that that's a medical, you know, medical department's input. into Yeah. How how
0: much of it is just, as you said, bad luck and NBA is hard and how much it is. Okay. Maybe, uh, maybe the players are, maybe there's a, bad training culture or something or bad conditioning culture. I don't know. Again, it's, yeah. it doesn't seem like it. Cause like Dave no. is like, you
1: know, Dave is like almost like an iron man and like CJ too. Like these are guys who yeah. are, you know, in the top minutes of the league every year. And like, if that might, you know, I could say that is a potential problem that we run our guys too hard. And that, that ultimately can lead to injury. But like at the same time, like that, the only one we're going to win. <laughs> if the training staff was was really falling down on the job, like Dame wouldn't be able to perform as he is. And he might just be like a special durable player,
0: but like I
1: think he's getting I, some love. Yeah. I, actually, like,
0: I don't think Dame is. Uh, I, I think actually it'll be interesting as he gets older. I think that he might get kind of an Andre Miller kind of durability kind of to him in a weird way. Because Andre Miller had that like run where he didn't miss like, like 200, 300 some odd games. Do you remember this? Yeah. I mean, if you don't yeah. jump, it's really hard to get hurt playing basketball. Yeah. Uh, still one of my favorite <laughs> short-time Blazer players. The fact the farther away he got from the basket, the less he jumped. It was like, heck, I was taking 35 footers flat footed whenever he took a 35 I mean, point. he
1: was, yeah, he was shooting like almost like a direct angle at the backboard. I loved it. Uh, yeah. Also famously for listeners who haven't heard, he he is famous among NBA mm-hmm. insiders for like, like eating the media food. Like just like yeah. going in and just like going to town. On uh, on the food they set out for the media, uh, it, it it didn't matter what town he would just go in eat some media food. God bless him for that, you know.
0: Uh, but like, yeah, I I, I could see Dame going that route. I don't know if he's going to go eat the you know media green room food. Yeah, uh, Dame doesn't seem to care about saving his per diem, you know. Yeah. No. <laughs> uh, well, and also to be fair, Andre Miller never had a shoe named after him.
1: Yeah, Andre, Andre Miller uh, never signed a max contract anywhere.
0: So no, no, no. He had a good, he had a good, life, a good career and a very, uh, you know, I think you you can say celebrated. It's like no, you were a, you were an NBA player, Hall of Famer. No, but then again, it's the NBA Hall of Fame. I could get in if I played one game of NBA basketball.
1: It, it's hard to it's hard to say anything like it's hard to find someone to say something bad about Andre Miller like uh, I mean unless you don't like him eating the media food but like he seemed to be a pretty well up guy you know
0: oh yeah um, you know the whole like uh, I'm playing myself into shape. <laughs> I loved that about him uh oh uh sports or basketball adjacent it's not even basketball adjacent but it is sports related. Did you see that nobody is going to be inducted into the Baseball Hall of Fame for the second time in nine years? And Kurt Schilling asked to have his name removed from the Hall of Fame consideration ne- for the final year next year. Uh, and I went, good, I, I really don't want Kurt Schilling in the Hall of Fame. Not only does he really not have Hall of Fame numbers, uh, he's a piece of shit. <laughs> he's a bad person he's a very bad person
1: um i thought you were going to pivot to the the other the sad the sad piece of uh COVID news that came out tonight that's a uh, smith uh passed away from COVID. Oh, yeah, uh, one of the nba tv guys and um uh, uh great like you know it and like i've been watching you know nba stuff for a while and like he was a great guy like You know, you'd recognize him if you saw him and, uh, it sucks. It sucks that like a guy who was, wasn't even 50, uh, like died from COVID. Like that seems again, uh, every time somebody dies from COVID, it sucks and it shouldn't have happened. Uh, and it really makes me mad, but you know, uh, it's, it is rare though, to see like somebody with any sort of notoriety, um passing away it's not a it doesn't for it doesn't seem to take a lot of uh of famous folks you know like it's just that's sort of how it goes and there's some access to healthcare stuff going on there obviously but um you know it's it's sad
0: and it sucks and uh yeah man well like all uh, yeah <laughs> i mean i'm hard pressed to name a like that i think that might be the most Known popular culture figure that I can think of that died due to COVID—that Rick Perry, I guess, or not Rick Perry, uh, uh, Ben Carson. Ben, no, Ben Carson's still alive. We're thinking ben, of. Oh, yeah, got it. That's right. Yeah. Uh, no, it was Rick. It was Rick Perry, former governor who ran for president in 2012. Was that who died? It was some Republican guy from that horrible 2012 presidential ah. class uh he looks like he's still alive um here we are
1: uh doing the mark twain thing yeah i don't know yeah. um it it is what it is i think we have one of our um, mutual friends has like uh a taunting out for the the first senator or congressman to uh to die of covid
0: for some reason like this uh, yeah yeah they, they are uh I, yeah it's funny it's like man i i don't want to wish this on anybody and i don't wish death ne- on anybody either but yeah 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 i can understand how somebody like that would get it uh anyways well we don't need to get political
1: uh, nope. we no no look if people uh, are going to be hoisted on their own petards they'll be hoisted on their own petards in due time yeah not going to worry about it uh i also believe that uh for the purposes of uh this life karma clearly doesn't exist Touche, touche. <laughs> just look, uh, I'd like to just, just look around. I don't even have to say an example. Just look around and say, oh, oh yeah, that, that person definitely deserves what they have. Uh uh-huh. Yeah, sure, I'll yeah. believe that. I'm going to go, um, yeah.
0: Did you ever watch that Patton Oswalt comedy special on Netflix after his wife died? It was the first one he did after she passed? I believe so.
1: Yeah, I don't catch um, a lot of the, those, but I think I got that one.
0: That was the one. Uh, I think I told you to watch it, so it'd probably be why you watched it. Probably. Uh, and it w- it was one of what it was a hilarious joke, but it was also, I don't know of a joke that I of stabbed me in the chest as much either. And it was him saying that, like, while I'm an atheist, I can say that there's, you know, maybe there's some kind of lattice work to the universe and all of this. And his wife's like, no, it's chaos. Just be kind to one another. And then she went and proved him right in the shittiest way possible. And it's a great joke, but it's also like, oh man, that cuts. That does cut, um, man. That's, and that's that's rough. Y- your karma doesn't exist reminded me of that. Because uh, <laughs> Uh, it's true
1: if (laughs) if i saw anyone who did clear evil get actually punished for it i might believe in it but like it's just if it exists it's not it's not like a it it doesn't collect quickly
0: no no and i don't it doesn't yeah it doesn't hit soon enough to where oh i better be a good person so this bad thing doesn't happen to me not that that's why you should be a good person. You should just be a good person and care about your fellow man. But apparently, some of y'all motherfuckers need incentives, So <laughs> I didn't mean that as seriously, <laughs> as I <said. laughs> but I saw the opening for it and yeah. I just had to take it.
1: That's that's fantastic. Uh, on that note, <laughs> yeah. On that note, we should probably go. Uh, you know, I I mean, we didn't talk about the hardened trade, but that happened while we were on our little our little break um, yay I, I mean it's look it makes the it makes the nets a, like an interesting and incredibly broken team uh and hardens playing like 40 minutes a game for some reason uh because he probably has like his his output per minute of like uh, effort is like pretty low for what you get back from it so it makes sense he also, can play a lot of minutes i mean he's playing into shape a little bit Oh yeah. I uh, mean, well, he was playing in a shape. Yeah,
0: uh, uh, used to, like dude, he looked. He, he looked a little. Uh, he didn't look. Did he look? CC Sabathia, proprietor of a rib joint, fat. That here's
1: here's the thing. A baseball uniform, which as I have gone into detail before, is basically pajamas, and so it's like, it kind of is like it's like a fat guy outfit. Like, yeah, baseball uniform. Fat guys can wear it. Basketball jersey, y'all look like the guy at the YMCA with the headband and the beer belly. If you like, if you're like one percent body fat too high, you look real chubby. And James Harden was that. Like, you know, again, in better shape than I've ever been in my life, even when I was in good shape, James Harden. But the camera adds 10 pounds and a basketball uniform is not exactly the most flattering thing unless you are built like a NBA boss. basketball. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So that said, yeah, dude looked like he'd eaten that day. You could see what he ate that day. He was wearing it. Uh, yeah. Yeah. The baby was the powder blue. That was the powder blue Jersey, right? Like, yeah. It was like his last Rockets games. Like also, I don't think powder blue is doing him any favors. Let's be clear. here.
0: No, I, I, <laughs> I love how, I, I, love how again, I
1: go into like fat guy defense Mode I'm really sorry I can't help
0: No it. no like I was thinking About powder blue uh, And it's not just because he was a big dude At that point um, <clears throat> I mean this from a strictly aesthetic standpoint I don't know if powder blue Goes with his skin tone And the reason I You know bounced around a little bit there is that I'm a White guy talking about a black man's skin Tone um, and I was like, "Is anybody going to take that wrong if they hear this?" And the answer is, you shouldn't, because just saying it might not go well with the baby blue. Just like I shouldn't wear orange.
1: I am not sure. <laughs> and as a as a, a man of of shape, um, a, a man of uh, I'm a Rubenesque man, if you know, as am I. <laughs> uh, powder blue ain't great. It ain't great skin tone. Notwithstanding, I have a powder blue shirt. I don't wear it very often because I do not think it makes me look uh
0: slim. Uh, I have one as well that's a little bit more like the steel powder blue in a weird way, not North Carolina uh, which was that was more North Carolina blue um, yeah, yeah oh, yeah you're right it's it definitely is more of a billboard kind of look to it anything that gives creates its own shadows uh, with
1: any sort of you know fluffiness Um, not a great thing yeah yeah it's like it's worse than white let's put it that way because it can create a shadow on itself that you can see whereas white you know it looks big but you know it doesn't have that same effect we are not talking about basketball anymore we're talking about fat guys wearing colors that's a good sign we Uh, need to get out thank you listener for listening to uh, rose city Color glasses uh i have a podcast called the list movie podcast you should listen to that uh seth is awesome so he doesn't need to do anything else and uh Uh, i just don't have time no you don't (laughs) uh yeah so let's do this again next week yeah sounds good all right sounds good buddy have a good night and we're out